This is episode 156 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we're going to wrap up our communications series, our mini-series that we've been doing. Uh, We were doing a few weeks ago, and I didn't officially wrap it up, so today we're going to wrap it up and actually talk about the most important piece of the communication puzzle and what we all have to remember, whether we're communicating in our business or in our lives. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six- and seven-figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, and welcome back. So today I wanted to wrap up the communication series I started several weeks ago. Um, We got a little, not sidetracked, but we had a great interview last week that I just didn't want to put off getting out there for you. But I did want to come back to this topic of communication and wrap it up by talking about something to really think about as you're putting your launch plans together, as you're outlining what emails you're going to send out and what kind of blog posts you're going to write and videos and are you going to go on Facebook Live and all that. And I think it's something to remember no matter what we're building. I think it's actually even more powerful than the format and even the messaging. So we'll get to that in just a second. Let me just recap, though, what we've covered so far in this series. And I think that if you want to go back, you can do that. But listen to this. Listen to today first. This is not a go back and listen to those or else don't listen to this at all. This is probably more important than any of that. Okay? So we did talk about why communication matters so much and some common triggers that we could be using and we should be using as we're leading up to our launches. We also talked about some mistakes you could be making and how to overcome those. And then, of course, I always like to talk about tools, but I I like to make sure that you know that tools don't make everything perfect, but they do make things easier. And knowing what tools to use to create content and communication and connect with your people more easily. Some of those tools, I think, are doing a really great job for me. Um, They've been really helpful for me over the past month, even just alone. And I think that also, even though last week wasn't really a communication episode, I think that allowing people to, or actually prompting people to have a communication and a conversation with themselves is actually just as valuable and gaining some self-awareness. I think that is a valuable way to educate people. So all of this, really, communication can do so many different things. It can educate you. It can inspire you. It can give you clarity on something. And I think that the more we do it, the more comfortable we get doing it. 
and the more we see what works and what doesn't work. But today, I'm going to start with a story first. I think it's an important story, and it's really about what's currently happening for me. So you guys know, if you don't know, if you don't know me, then that's fine. This is your first episode, but I just relocated from the suburbs outside of Seattle, Washington, down to Los Angeles. We have a nine-year-old daughter. She's in fourth grade, and she just started school, okay? So this is a mommy story, spoiler alert, but it's not so mommy-ish. I think it can apply to people if if you're just starting a new job, if you're just going to a new school yourself or a new college or Perhaps you live in, maybe you just moved to a new building in your town or you moved to a new neighborhood. I think we're all placed in these situations where we're like, okay, I don't know anybody here. I know people here, but Mila doesn't. So, but still, this is a really fresh thing. I was kind of thinking, maybe I shouldn't share this until we're through it and then I've learned some lessons. But I, I always feel like I need to tell you guys when something's happening because I feel like I'm I feel like that's that's a great way for you to know that you're not the only one who might be struggling with the exact thing you teach people to do, which I think is which never escapes me. We did this communications new my new course, which is yet to be named, so I'm just gonna call it the new course. Uh we did a beta for it this summer. We're still playing around in the beta group, but I was having some of my most challenging communication moments this summer, and I thought, isn't that funny? I'm having these problems, and I was having to really, you know, eat my own dog food and say, okay, or take my own medicine and say, okay, what can I do here? What am, what have I been, you know, suggesting to the students, the beta members to do in this scenario, and what am I doing wrong? Look at me. How flawed is my communication? Anyways, so... Connections aside, connecting topics, I actually do pride myself on being connected to people and feeling what they, I can't help but want to feel what they feel. I want to let them know that I understand them. And I'm that person. I'm that person who, honestly, uh, this has already happened with a few parents at Mila's school where they're literally telling me their life story. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why you're doing this. But it's not just new parents. It's when I go to the grocery store. And I feel a, a responsibility to pay attention to them. I don't just ignore people and walk away. I'm like, oh, okay, have a nice day. And I really do like to leave that impression that I took a few extra seconds to listen to what they had to say. Some weird joke. You know, they're standing there at the register all day long and they're a little a little punchy. And <laughs> they're telling me a joke and I could be like, uh, yeah, whatever. But instead, I just, I listen, I laugh because they're a human being and they're standing in front of me. But anyway, so I pride myself on that and really trying to find that thing that connects me with a person. But lately, honestly, and Actually, I'll tell you this, that even though my social life in Seattle was very, like, I was very solitary up there, to be honest, a very solitary. I wasn't going out. I wasn't even hanging out with parents or anything like that. But I was always putting a little bit of extra effort into connecting with Mila's teachers because 
I want there to be a good dialogue. I don't want to be that person who just emails when there's something wrong or whatever. I want to have a relationship and a, at least a somewhat of a friendly connection with the person who's spending a lot of hours during the day with my daughter. And honestly, I've been close to all of her teachers, especially in the last couple of years. Last year, we were at a, a different school. Um, it just so happened that Mila was at a, a school for like three years. And then last year was one year. And then we'll see about this this year because we did just move here. But last year, the teacher was kind of tough, but I really liked her. She, I could, I know, knew that she saw Mila. She understood Mila. She saw what her her strengths were. She like had her focus on those strengths. She was all about growth mindset. I mean, they had all these great growth mindset prompts around the the room. Mila was so confident with her schoolwork; it wasn't even funny. The year before that. I was friends with the teacher because I realized, I was like, I know this girl's a planner girl. And I found out that she played video games. She played the video game that I played when Mila was in my tummy and that Mila loves to play. And she also really called out Mila's creativity and just like, it made me feel good to leave Mila at school. And and I knew that she was going to have a positive day. You know, even though there were, you know, there were things obviously that happened. The same thing in kindergarten and first grade. I wasn't like buddies with people, but I was able to connect with them. And now, new city, new school, and I face a new person. And we're three weeks in, and I'm not connected to that person yet. And it is killing me. And I notice my reactions to things that are happening are based on that fact that I haven't connected with her yet. And so, of course, I'm kind of going inside myself. I'm like, okay, one step at a time. How do we build a connection with someone? How do we how do we communicate better with this person? And I think that that coincided last night with me looking for some inspiration that I'm that I'm going to be posting in the beta group. But I decided, you know what? I got to do a podcast on this because this is about communication, really. And The video, first of all, was a Tony Robbins video about rapport, building rapport. And in the video, he says, rapport is power. Having connection brings trust, understanding, and support. And rapport is total responsiveness between people, not just people who are like you, but maybe you want to be like. (laughs) I know that sounds weird. So I'm going to definitely link that video to you because in it, he really talks about some things that I thought were really key, not just to, and and helpful as you go through and are starting to think about what's going to happen during your launch. And I think that a launch plan really is, it has to be, how am I going to communicate my message about, you know, what I'm offering? Like, how, how am I going to communicate my message? It is just about the communication. A launch is, it should be like, what's my communication strategy? Instead of saying, what's my campaign? Or instead of thinking in terms of what's my opt-in? What's my webinar? Think about what you're communicating first and who you're communicating to, right? So some interesting things from this video before I get into what I want to talk to you today about, like specific steps that you can take that, I thought were brilliant. I've kind of compiled a bunch of things because I'm also looking for tips 
on connecting with my daughter's teacher. (laughs) So you might think I'm insane right now, but I'm always aware of the connection between the work that I'm doing and the things that light me up and the things that I'm struggling with all at once, like kind of making this amazing like thing that I'm doing in my, like this life. So some of this stuff, actually the one really important piece that I thought that Tony says in the video is that words alone don't work. And only 7% of effective communication can be done through words. And I thought that was interesting because there are so many other ways to communicate, right? And it, if you look at the landscape of online right now, there's lots of visuals. Instagram is killing it. Instagram Live, Instagram Stories, Snapchat, Facebook Live, whatevs. Any other platforms that exist out there, there's like all the, the music video ones, the lip, the karaoke ones. What is it? Smule? Smule? I don't know how to say it. Smule? I, I probably am totally butchering that name. But regardless, people need various types of communication from you. Imagine if all you sent were emails. Now, I'm not saying that can't work, but I do think that you'll have more success if you can layer in these other ways of building rapport. This is hard for me to hear, kind of, because, well, not hard for me to hear, but I'm here with you on this podcast, right? And I'm like, okay, good. At least I've got one other format. And I try to be there more on video, but actually I should be even more on video. There should be even more. There should be other things that I'm doing. And now I'm I'm even looking at some of the things that he suggests, even though I'm not with you physically, I have to think about now, somebody might be totally turned off if I start talking like and start using the word like all the time, which someone did call me out about that once. And I do try to stop doing that, but it's part of who I am and how I communicate. And I think the people that aren't bothered by it are my peeps, right? And so if you don't mind that I say peeps, like, and dude, and butum, butum, butum all the time, and you know, you know, then you're my peeps, right? <laughs> and and right. So here are a few things that Tony says, but I want you to go watch the video. Okay. So after we get through the the list of things that I think that you can also do, I want you to go watch that video. Um, and you're gonna go and you're gonna see and you're gonna ask yourself, how can I apply these things to my online business, to my launch communication? Okay. Some of the things he's he's talking about is that we we're looking to build to find something in common when we first meet someone. And because commonality builds that rapport. And you can't just use words alone. You can't just ask questions. There's or talk. There's gotta be other ways to get rapport, like matching, mirroring, you know, the mirroring thing, like when you're kind of sitting and maybe they're leaning up against a table and you're also leaning up a table or your leg, the same leg is crossed and you literally are mirroring them. Of course, now I'm falling on the table. Um, That was that sound. Um, People are always looking. And here's two interesting things. One is not, was not said in this video, but was something that was in this interpersonal communication class. And I think I mentioned it on a past episode, but people will walk away from conversations where they did most of the talking thinking it was the most amazing conversation ever. 
as opposed to if someone else totally takes over the conversation, then they're like, wow, that sucked. All they did was talk about themselves. But if you want someone to have that experience of having a great conversation with you, let them talk. Let them talk. Also, people really want to find other people like themselves. People like people who are like themselves and people like people who are maybe how they want to be like. So when you see, and this actually clicked for me because there are are lots of Instagram profiles that I follow because I'm just like, ah, but because that's an ideal. That's why social media, it's okay if you choose to just show the ideal because people are attracted to that. And and the people that are attracted to your ideal and to this hyper real version of you, that builds rapport. They're like, yeah, that's what I want. I want that. I'm just thinking of like, I'm thinking of a few people that I love to follow because of that. And I think that, you know, some people have that natural talent to build a rapport by being being the kind of ideal in some way uh, to their audience. But I think we can all do that if we just think about it a little bit. I mean, there's always going to be people who are like, oh, wow, I love the life they're living. And even though it's just like your boring life and you're putting your coffee and your avocado toast on there and they're like, oh, I want that life. I want to go there. You know, I think we all do that to some extent. So don't worry if you're not like, I don't know, like the staged shots. I'm just thinking of these beautiful interior designed homes. Anyway, so people like people who are like themselves or are like how they would like to be. So I loved that. So make sure to watch that video. I'm going to link it below. Some other things, after I saw that video, I was like, well, I got to go searching for some other ways to do this virtually. And I think some of these are really interesting too. If I'm all over the place here, guys, I am so sorry. But when you get excited about something, you just start gathering and you're like, I've got to share this. So make sure to pop those down. So step one, go watch the Tony Robbins video. Step two, so now here are some, here are just five really quick things. And I've seen all these done on webinars, on videos, on live streams, you name it. Okay, so, and I've done it in classes when I was teaching Pilates. So assumed familiarity. So you want to kind of put yourself on the same team as the people you're talking to. Okay, so it's gorgeous, isn't it? Oh, it's a nice day, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's Monday. You know, whatever. Some It could just be the most bizarre comment. It could be about something that's happening in the world. It could, you want to say we're from politics because you want to be careful. You do want it to be universal familiarity. You could also share an observation, especially if you're in person, you're like, oh, it looks like it's going to rain. Something as simple as that, honestly, even though it's talking about the weather, it's it's a great way to be like, yeah, we're here at the same place together. Or have you guys, have you noticed that? And there might be some other type of thing that you've noticed. And of course, I feel like this is another one of those things that you've got to have some sort of relationship maybe with some, there's a reason people are showing up, they know you, so, or they know where you live, or you live in the same place, or you go to the same school, or something. Number three is actually the main thing that I really like to do, and that's recognition. If I'm in a group of people, I like to remember and recognize 
what I know about people. Oh yeah, you. I remember you had that problem with your foot. Like when I was teaching a large class of Pilates uh, students, I remember being able to call out and remember what different things people were suffering with and give them a cue just for themselves. Like, oh, you've got the um, osteoporosis, you know, you've got that in your neck. You cannot just keep your head down. You know, remember to keep your head down, something like that. Also, just remembering and recognizing people, remembering their names like, hey, we met at that conference last year, you know, whatever it is. Um, Recognition on webinars. Hey, you just call out people's names. People love to hear their names, okay? Asking for help. Here's another one you can use on any given live platform. You can say, hey, do you guys mind um, helping me? Do Do you have a moment? Can you let me know if you can hear me? That asking for help is like, it actually helps that person feel like, oh, I'm contributing here and I'm helping, I'm helping some so-and-so, whoever the person is that you're on with. And when they call you out, if you make a comment or a question, it feels like, yeah, they see me. This is real. This is live. That person is here for me. And then confirming understanding. Now, the thing with understanding is basically you need to have talked to a person a little bit, done a little bit of homework, or just listen to them. And just, I feel like confirming that you understand is really just saying their words back to them. That's that. So those are just a few different ways. Now, when, <laughs> since I've made it like my, my mission to really connect and build rapport with my daughter's teacher. There are a few other things, and I realized, oh my goodness, they can also be used for each one of you as you're thinking about who's your audience? Who, who is this offer for? Who am I launching this to? Um, these are some things you might want to employ during your next launch. And we're just going to go through them quickly. Um, if you want me to go in depth on any of them in the future, let me know. But I want to just get through these and let you let you kind of go with it. I want you to just start putting these into motion today. I want you to start thinking about how can you start doing this. First one's obvious. Meet one-on-one if possible, okay? And if not, you know, if you can't meet one-on-one, maybe a first step really is to find out how people want to be communicated with and how often. How often would you like to receive our emails? Just that one thing makes you feel like, okay, I'm not going to get bombed with spam, or I really love this person, but I only want to receive their uh, emails during the week or once a week. But it also builds a really clear communication path and boundaries. So you know how to reach them. They know how to reach you. And I think making sure that you're, you're open and you're able to tell people how to reach you, I think that is extremely rapport building because I love it when people say, hey, if you need me, here's how to get me. Here's how to reach me. Also on the tone of boundaries, by the way, guys, if you haven't done any study on boundaries, I highly recommend you do and start by looking up Terry Cole. She's got a whole uh, series of uh, training and videos, and I think she has a challenge on boundaries. I think that building really strong boundaries even for a launch, when you think that you've got to be all in, you've, you can still have boundaries. So, so be respectful of their time, set clear time boundaries. And that goes for webinars. That goes for how long you're going to be on one of those one-on-one calls 
or how long you're going to be even on Instagram Live or how long this podcast is going to be, which I didn't really tell you at the beginning, did I? Um, But I will in the future. I'm going to tell you how much time that I'm going to be calling your attention. Look for something to compliment or give good feedback to, okay? So look for something that you can compliment either in your current clients, call them out about it, or notice something someone's doing even if they're not your client or customer, or even if they're not even in your audience and you're just like, wow, I really love the way you did that. Also, never talk negatively about other students, other clients, or other teachers. This is huge because you will find that your students will want to talk about your competitors as a way to kind of bond with you. And I get that because it's kind of like, yeah, we're against the man. But no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to go there. So don't talk negatively about other students or other teachers. I think that it just puts you in a bad light when you do that. Everybody deserves respect. Um, Show up and acknowledge special events. So how does this play into a launch? Notice when your students, your customers, when people are launching, notice when people are doing things and attend. Go to a webinar if you've got a few minutes. Sign up for a challenge to see what someone's doing and support them. Just signing up sometimes or just showing up and doing a like or a couple of likes and staying for a little bit, that shows like, hey, I'm checking you out. Also, don't forget to say thank you. Thank you, right? Thank you for listening today. Thank you for continually coming back and listening to me babble on when I don't have guests on to keep me in line. (laughs) Um, And then eight, spread the word and let others know what the person did or said. So you can ask other people to spread the word for you. Like It's like help. Would you mind helping me? Spread the word and let others know what you learned from this episode. And also spread the word How difficult is it to retweet something? One of your clients, customers, friends, partners, business besties is doing. How difficult is that? If you see it, do it. You're not always going to see this stuff to share. But if, especially if you know and you're aware of that, how difficult is it to schedule it in Hootsuite, Edgar, co-schedule, whatever? And how difficult is that? So hopefully those eight little steps to building rapport, to to helping you build true relationships and doing it in a way that means that your communication is just, I feel like if you can start doing that on all levels of your business and your life, even some of these things are going to start working and building that rapport. Also, especially if you're in-person people and people you see, whether they're on Skype, Hangout, or Zoom, definitely watch that Tony Robbins video because he gives some really great tips for physical mirroring and leading and uh, just some really, really easy to do. And now I'm like tempted. I'm totally going to use this now, by the way. I hope that my daughter's teacher isn't listening because I am so not hungry to build rapport, but I kind of am. I want to have a good relationship with my teacher, my daughter's teacher. Now, I need you to let you know something before I let you go about these eight steps that I just shared with you and that they're really applicable here to your business, to your launch, but I've adapted them from an article that was all about building a relationship with your child's teacher. 
Oh my God, but they don't they seem kind of applicable to your launch and to your audience and to your business and to the rest of your life? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now because it says 29, 27. And I only like to keep you guys on for like 30 minutes. And hopefully you're in the car taking a walk or maybe you're, you know, doing your dishes. And hopefully that didn't take you any longer than 30 minutes. And if it did, well, listen to one of the last episodes and then you'll be at work or you'll be wherever you were headed. So I want to thank you again for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed this kind of hodgepodge of communication episodes. I am doing it because you know, in a few months, you'll definitely be hearing about a new program from me. But really, it's because I've got to practice what I preach. I've got to be reaching out to you. I want to get to know you better. And it's funny how many of you reached out to me after just on Instagram, actually, saying that you've been listening to the episodes, which I thought was so much fun. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. If you want to send me a note, feel free to send it to Anne at AnnSamoylove.com. You can also head over to AnnSamoylove.com forward slash contact. If you've got like a longer kind of thing, you don't want to get stuck in the Google Mail, the recesses of Google Mail, since that's been happening a little bit to me lately. And then all I would say today is do me a favor, spread the word about this idea of building rapport as communication and share this episode with one person who you want to build rapport with or maybe who you think needs to build rapport with someone. (laughs) That's horrible. You need to communicate better. (laughs) Are you trying to tell me something? No. Okay. I'm going to let you go now before I get really goofy, but I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you really soon. Now, before I let you go, though, completely, Fearless Launching is coming back in just a few weeks. We are going to be opening a very special early bird for the fall and final session of the year. And I hope you join me because we've got some great stuff happening. So if you want to get on the wait list, find out what's coming, when it's coming, then just go to fearlesslaunching.com and fill out the waitlist form and you'll be first to know. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you again for hanging out with me. And I know that I'm a little wacky sometimes. So I do, I do love that you stick around to the very end. And I know when you do, because you tell me what a freak I am, but it's okay. I love it. And I love you. Okay. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. I seriously don't know how to hang up. I never, I am the person who doesn't know how to to stop a conversation. So I'm stopping now. Have a great one. Bye.